Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Will they find a home? Sponsored by Geico. Jane doesn't mind an apartment with no elevator. Five flights of stairs is five flights of cardio. Bob is a little less enthusiastic about stairs. I hate stairs. Compromise is tough, but these two won't have to compromise when they bundle renters and car insurance with Geico. It's easy, and they could save even more. In the end, Jane and Bob found an apartment that's a four-story walk-up. And Bob? Yeah, there's a freight elevator she doesn't know about. What were you talking about? Oh, uh, nothing. Bundling without compromise at Geico.com. Get a load of these. Shut up, Brandy. Real girl time video going. Oh, yeah. Hey, gang, it's Kenny Thomas. Kenny. Kenny. Devin Flon James. <laughs> Available everywhere. Beanie. Beanie. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Long time listener, first time caller. Here you go, Crisco. Oh, 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 my. Hey, it worked. You're gone. <laughs> hey, welcome to Bob and Tom's Bits and Pieces. I'm Willie Griswold, joined as always by Jessica Hooker. And Jess Alsman. And we're actually going to go right into something we were talking about off mic. <laughs> Jess, yesterday you said you did a double drive through day. I did. You did McDonald's and then you went to Burger King. I'm trying to make everyone happy in the household. Donnie wouldn't tell me what he wanted. So I'm like, look, I'm just going to get a variety. I'm going to get a Big Mac, fries, onion rings, and a Whopper. Can't go wrong. I love that. Because well, it reminded me, I used to live in Chicago right near Wrigley Field. And they, they're torn down now, but there used to be a Taco Bell and a McDonald's right by Wrigley, and both had a drive through hmm. And I did the double delivery. I'm sorry, <laughs> not the double delivery. That's a whole different thing. I did the double drive through day. My buddy Mark Renucci, we got Taco Bell, and we got McDonald's, and it was like a, you know, a chubby little stoner's paradise. It was a great night yeah. for us. Sometimes you just want those stupid fries from McDonald's, the, whatever the oh, yeah, I don't, crack I they don't, put I in I don't it. know what it is. Um, leading up to Lent... We get everything from every fast food restaurant on on the street nearest our town. We get, I mean, we KFC, McDonald's, Burger King, Taco Bell, Subway. We do all of it. And that's what we do. Day by day, like an no, advent fat calendar? Tuesday, no, Fat Tuesday. We do <laughs> awesome. Fat Tuesday. And we have a buffet of all of the fast food because we usually just don't yeah. eat fast food over Lent. Yeah. Does it count as three yesterday since I actually... What'd you get? What'd I do? Uber Eats, uh, some ice cream, delivered oh. like at nine o'clock at night. I'm like, oh, they're still taking orders? Four pints of birthday cake, please, <laughs> because my birthday's coming up and I deserve it. And I, I ate it all. I've well, one pint. I've done this before. And when you get ice cream delivered to you, I didn't get like a pint. I just got like an ice cream sundae. <laughs> and the person that's, that's, that's delivering it must go, this person must be so stoned or mm-hmm. just... The saddest person in the whole wide world. <laughs> option two, please. Sometimes it can be option two and option one together. 
And that's when the sadness and the funness really come together. Yeah, you guys are so fortunate. I live so far out in the country that I don't have any of those things. I don't have Uber or Grubhub or no options for That's a good thing. You're saving money because when you know you have access to it, it's like, well, game on. See. Now, Jess, you're you're saving money, but I like to think that I support the local delivery. I see. Drivers. That's how I feel. I, I like, like to, to help the people. Local. You yeah. know, always always tip a lot, especially when you're getting two things of ice cream <laughs> at 10:30 p.m. and you probably shouldn't be eating anymore. <laughs> I didn't oh, know man. you could order ice cream. You guys are teaching me so much. You can order ice cream. You yeah. can roll. You can order rolling papers. You can order whatever you yeah. need, and it comes to your door. And yes, you probably should just put your shoes on. <laughs> Put your pants on. Put your pants on before your shoes. You know, be an adult. You should get out of the house. You should just go to the supermarket where you can get all of those things. Yeah. But you want to support the local economy, you know? Yeah. That's the thing that I'm stealing from my dad, by the way, is he's been saying that he's supporting dairy creamers, and that's his excuse as why he's not switching to a milk alternative for his car. Co- I'm not going to support the cocoa nut milk people, okay? Oh, okay. I okay. am supporting the dairy farmers. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Absolutely. This, well, kind, of, this kind of dovetails into uh, voting, as we're almost in the election season here, that you can either go to and vote at your polling place or you could do an absentee. Yeah. Sure. State by That's state. That's the thing. There's so many wonderful options in life, whether it's food, voting, or whatever. Yeah, yes, that's I true. love it. So the next time you DoorDash $45 worth of Taco Bell at 10 a.m., <laughs> just remember, you're exercising your right to vote yeah, as an American true. should. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we're doing bits and pieces. We're listening to old Bob and Tom bits. Uh, election season, so election theme. Do you guys want to get right into it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Have, I have an early Doug LaDouche ad, and we're still doing those, even some fresh ones we've done even the last couple of weeks. But mm. I think, I don't know exactly the date on this, but I know he dates back to the 2016 presidential election. This one might even ba- be back to 2012. And so this, these go back a ways mm-hmm. and they're not, you know, the, the show isn't ever get political one way or another. We're just kind of making fun of sure. politicians and the whole system. So here's a here's a Doug LaDouche to get us started. I'm Doug LaDouche and I approve this ad. <laughs> if you've heard my opponent's commercials, you know that they're full of negative and personal attacks on me. Mm-hmm. What do DUIs tax liens and soliciting prostitutes have to do with running for Congress. I ask you, just because someone did something bad yesterday doesn't mean they can't be good tomorrow. I am promising to run a positive campaign with no mudslinging or personal attacks. That's why I, Doug LaDouche, will not run ads that mention the rumor that my opponent is a deadbeat dad, uh-huh. never pays for mulch, and stole 17 <laughs> meatloaf dinners from Meals on Wheels. Even if these are undoubtedly true, they will never be mentioned by me, Doug LaDouche. So, vote for me this election. Remember, I am planning for tomorrow, not for today. Uh-huh. I'm Doug LaDouche. <laughs> And I like animals and children. <laughs> Paid for by the Doug LaDouche for President Committee, Ted Fiekelman Treasurer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I say it on air sometimes, but I'm just not going to support a candidate that keeps Ted Fiekelman by his side. Right. You know, I just think it's a dangerous guy. <laughs> so Doug LaDouche has been around forever. From what I remember, I think uh, at least probably not, not forever, actually, probably maybe around 2010. Jason, you were saying that one was around 2016. Um, I think that could have been 2012. Yeah. I mean, and, and he here's how here's how we know it's a little bit earlier one. 
he says he's running for Congress. Congress, mm-hmm. yeah. So he, ha- he hasn't quite got up to, I'm running for president yet. Right, so I bet right. this was 2012, 2014, and there's sort of an indicator there because Bob's laughing. Yes. Yep. So I'm guessing 12 or 14. I wrote yeah. down Bob laugh right here, yeah. <laughs> which is one of my favorite things of the show. Oh, it's Bob down. Kavoyan. That guy contributed a lot, but that that signature Bob Kavoyan laugh. Yeah, that's the that's the stamp of approval. Absolutely. As 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 a guest on the show, mm. you were you were working for Bob's laugh mm-hmm. and and Chick's accompaniment. Sure. Would that be? Yeah, that would probably be a fair thing to say. Sure. It's if, like when I was at the kid at the dinner table, I was trying to get my brother to laugh, mm-hmm. and I was trying to get my dad to laugh. Exactly. You know, that's the kind of thing you're exactly. aiming for. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And and uh, and obviously, like Tom's Tom will decide if you're on the show. So that's that's that. But and Christy, you want to be buddies with Christy? Everybody loves Christy. But the the Bob laugh was was you knew you were probably going to get invited back. Absolutely. It's a, it's, it's a real, yeah, it's a stamp of approval. It's a watermark of when a bit was. Mm-hmm. The, the one thing that I was going to say about Doug LaDouche, I remember being in high school and seeing like a Doug LaDouche shirt or whatever it was, some merch would show up around the house. I remember being a kid and going, you know what? I know that, that I'm 12 or whatever, but this, this seems a little immature. <laughs> <laughs> The name LaDouche. Yeah. <laughs> you could be a little more subtle. Yeah. And then you get older and then you just come to appreciate a really silly name like LaDouche. Who, I, who wrote this? Like, who wrote out this campaign message? I, Hitting I, the points, you know. I think it might have been uh, the voice of Ted Fiekelman perhaps oh, okay. may have started it. That I don't know for right. sure um, who is, who's actually one of Bob's best friends, uh, Wit. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah, of course. It, it feels like something he might have done. I think Tom might have been behind it, too. There might have mm-hmm. been, because I'm pretty certain the very early ones were recorded at the shack. Yeah. And so that means Tom did have a, a play, a part in it. Sure. And if uh, Mr. Fiekelman was there voicing, I'm guessing he had a part in it. So, yeah, yeah they've been around, and they might have even predated 2012. Yeah. Uh, I'm not for sure, but I do love how Doug will say, I... Doug LaDouche and me, <laughs> Doug LaDouche. He does that a couple times in there. Uh, that voice, I, mm-hmm. I, it's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. And I don't know how they stumbled upon him being the guy, but I love it. So that is it's my dad's best friend. Some would say only friend, <laughs> depending on who you ask. Wow. A sweetheart. Uh, my dad's, he's a really nice guy, really great, really funny. Mm-hmm. And we were getting dinner, actually. We were getting lunch a couple weeks ago. And I go, hey, I heard the new LaDouche. It is so funny. You really you hit that out of the park, and it's it's kind of really kind of subtle and nuanced. And I I I because I, I, I really thought he did this kind of stellar performance. Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Yeah, usually I kind of just um, I don't read it before we do it, <laughs> and I've never been great at reading, so I kind of just take my time." <laughs> And I was it like, is. that's why it's so good. Yeah. It's so good because you're not a comedian mm-hmm. and you're not going for laughs. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the same way uh, when you see some of these political ads, when it's the politician talking, you can tell that they are not as as uh, well-spoken as they're, they're, the other people in their, in their party is what I'm trying to say. Right. You know, mm-hmm. the people that are helping right. them. Right. And so it just sounds like, it really just sounds like a politician when you give them time to talk. Let yeah. them open up.
Exactly. When I first heard Doug LaDouche, I don't think I ever realized who was behind the voice. And then when I started working in the building, I became friends with his daughter and it blew my mind. <laughs> and I now own a t-shirt with his face on it. Mm-hmm. And Doug LaDouche is a real man. He mm-hmm. has an Instagram account. That makes yeah. him real. Oh, Elect wow. LaDouche And, and on yeah, the picture of Doug LaDouche mm-hmm. is the voice of Doug LaDouche. Yes, mm-hmm. we have, I found boxes and bo- boxes of buttons. Oh, buttons, yes. There's buttons back there. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's I just great. found and just to make sure that we are kind of concealing behind the hurt curtain, we cannot confirm that his daughter, uh, Christy LaDouche, works in the building. We're not going to say <laughs> if that's her or not. Just a coincidence if Christy right, LaDouche happens right. to work here. No. Before we go to the next one, I want to laugh a little bit about the, what is the line about he doesn't pay for mulch? Like What's that's, that about? <laughs> I don't know. And, and he, stole, he stole 18 meatloaves from meals on wheels. That sounds kind of bad, really. That that, that's bad. terrible. That's pretty rough. It but, sounds like he's just an opportune thief. <laughs> Yeah, but but somebody that like somebody knows somebody who doesn't pay for mulch. Like that is a very specific thing. Like I I don't I won't say what I know, but there's there's people I know that get certain things for free every yeah. year. We and, may or may not know <laughs> that Jessica's brother steals his mulch. No, yes. of course not. No, Some course towns not. offer free mulch though. Do they really? Yes. What? Oh, I didn't know that. Absolutely. What city is this you're living in? Um, Narnia. Some call, some call it Knob City. Oh, you guys get free mulch? Uh, it's available for a limited time. Oh, yeah. is there a wait list? I, I haven't done it in years. But Enjoy yeah. your property uh-huh. taxes. But like if you don't, if you just need a little bit. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Thanks, Carmel, are you, Jessica. Jessica. Are you a 68-year-old man? <laughs> Enjoy your saying, property taxes. You, you got higher property tax uh, there, Jason. So true, you might get mulch, true. but you know. That's true. You can't uh, keep that up. I think you'd be surprised. Tweet us out there if your time is free mulch. <laughs> right, right. Welcome back to Talking Mulch. <laughs> I feel um, like it's a Donnie Baker thing actually if you needed free mulch you could probably call donnie and sure, he'd, he'd put you sure, yeah. absolutely put you i ain't paid for free mulch since 1987 <laughs> swear to god that was probably the worst <laughs> on record pretty good uh well let's do this let's uh play our first comedian piece i think we've played uh, we've played okay. uh since start doing this we're only four episodes in but um it's a it's a short but good one but boy it hits it out of the park it's our good friend greg warren Comedian Greg Warren is here in the studio with us. Now, uh, Greg, we've learned about your love life. That that didn't take long. What else is going on? How's your family? My uh, parents are fighting. Oh. Uh-oh. I'm sorry to hear that. They're fighting over the dryer. Uh, my mom says we need a new dryer, and my dad says we don't. Mm-hmm. The fights are getting mean. I think they're going to start taking out those political attack ads against each other. <laughs> oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Colleen Warren wants a new dryer. <laughs> We don't need a new dryer. Colleen Warren wants to waste our money. Money that could be spent on a new security system for this home. Colleen Warren wants terrorists to invade our home. This ad was paid for by me because I'm the one with the damn job in this house. Jerry Warren says the dryer isn't broken. Just like he said the air conditioner wasn't broken, the car wasn't broken, and our son Greg's arm wasn't broken. Haven't we had enough of Jerry Warren? This ad was paid for by Jerry Warren, and he doesn't even know it. This is so good. So good. So good. And I I know we've used this term before, stairway to heaven, but that's that's up there in the Greg Warren bits. That's top three easy for me. Really? Oh, yeah. That's more of Dayer Maker for me. I've always been a no-neck Nick guy. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I love, love, love Greg Warren. Oh, yeah. He's... mm. 
I think he might be the comedian, and there's a million guys that come in here and do incredible, but he might be the guy that just gets this place the most. He his his material from stage to in the studio mm-hmm. translates so well. That can be a tough thing to do. Mm-hmm. You have to give questions ahead. It can be very very hard to hit that. You hear my dad sort of hint at it when he goes. Now, Greg, we hinted at your love life. Tell us about your family. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, yeah. Greg is definitely an extended family, a part of that in the Bob and Tom realm. The first time I was in the studio, I was lucky enough to fill in for Christy. Greg was coming in, and he brought a pumpkin spice latte. For everyone in the studio, yeah, and no one, I was like, I don't really like pumpkin spice light latte at all, but I'll drink it because it, uh, I mean, yeah. it was really nice. And everyone else was like, we're not drinking this. You yeah. Know, we're no thank you. Well, he but tries he to so buy sweet. his friends. He's like that kind of guy. He's the best. <laughs> <laughs> I really like him. Jess, you would probably agree with me on this. A lot of comedians come in here, granted, right now, comedians don't come in here. Right. But in the past, they would come in here with a little bit of nervous energy. Yeah. In a bad way. A sort of timid way, mm-hmm. whereas to Willie's point, Greg comes in fired up and oh, yeah. ready to go. Yeah, he yeah he has a um, I don't I don't know if it's a wrestling mentality that spills over into this, but yeah. like it's like he's jumping outside of the of the studio and he's like, all right, let's do this. Yeah, let's like, do this. It's I like got, the room yeah, is the is exactly. the wrestling yeah, match. I've got thirteen and it's game minutes. Time. Yeah, I got yeah. thirteen minutes and let's just knock it out. And I, it, it's funny that. Well, that wrestling thing spills over into his eating habits, but we won't talk about that either. <laughs> well, he put me in a figure four yeah. with this bitch yeah. because this is basically my mom and dad growing up. Oh yeah, like this nails it. So that's funny to a T. Yeah. And it's and it's it's got that great mapping of just parents over political attack ads, and he's making fun of his parents just as much as he's making fun of political attack ads. Mm-hmm. And that ending is such a perfect ending to a joke. Mm-hmm. And it's one thing that I, that I kind of want to point out from like a, like a stand-up point of view. Um, people tell you, like, write about what you know, write about personal stuff, because that's the jokes that people can't steal, you know? Mm-hmm. If you're just doing jokes about Tinder and Starbucks or whatever, anybody can tell those jokes from anyone's point of view. And this is just Greg Warren, Greg Warren, Greg Warren. Mm-hmm. It involves his folks. I don't know. I can't. He's my favorite person, maybe on yeah. Earth. He was the first guy that gave me a guest spot and let me do stand up oh, at a real really? comedy club. Oh, oh wow! When yeah. was that? This was—I uh, I must have been a year and a half in. So this is probably like 2015, 16. Okay. And uh, I was, yeah, I was, I was home, and he was at Morty's, and I went to go watch him. And on the late show, he let me do five. And it was the first time Christy saw me do stand up. I saw you that night. I was so serious. I went to see Greg Hahn, and then Greg Warren came up, and you, Willie was up. I was like, "This is amazing! Look wow. at this little." It, well, yeah, it was, it was so. It was the first time that I think I ever felt like a real comedian. Mm-hmm. I know? left. Yeah, no, it was great. I, I, I did, and if you come see me now, I'm still doing the same jokes. <laughs> but yeah, he really is just the the nicest, smartest, mm-hmm. funniest, and I just can't say enough good things about Greg Warren. And uh, if you're listening, check out his new special on Amazon Prime, where the Very fear grows. Yes, mm-hmm. it's awesome. It's very good. And I love this as sort of a, in a way, uh, a tribute to his mom. Yes. Yes. And, and but the fact that he calls uh, through his dad calls her a terrorist, right? Right. <laughs> oh. right. It's so funny. Yeah. I mean, talk about a hard line to get a laugh on. Yes. You know? yes <laughs> oh, absolutely. But yeah. I feel like that's that's probably the best way you could do it. Yeah. A hundred percent. And that's just expert mapping and expert writing. Oh yeah. He executes it perfectly. Yeah. Greg, I can't say enough. We could do a whole episode about Greg Warren, and then we'd have to do a second and a third. Right. Don't keep talking. Yeah. To, to reference a podcast that I used to do with the show. He's such a nice guy that we started just saying like horrible things about him just to like just to be awful. And people would go to his shows and be like, 
F Greg Warren yeah. because we would say that jokingly yeah. Yeah. and then it spilled over and it ended up but it was becoming, a signature that hey it came from it us it came from us like and instead it was, of, it was, it was yeah. a term of endearment right Let's instead of telling Greg hi from the OTA podcast mm-hmm. just say F Greg Warren <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's one of those things that uh, if you don't have the sense of familiarity right it just comes off as an attack right, right me and Josh right. were talking about that this morning it's tough balance uh, you want to get into another bit, you guys? Yeah. yeah. Here we go. Welcome to Jeopardy! Today, we are live in West Palm Beach, Florida. Let's meet today's contestants. He's an 80-year-old man with poor eyesight and the inability to process complex information. Welcome, <laughs> Lenny Brown. She's a 45-year-old woman who can't read. Here's Mary Smith. <laughs> and finally, he's a 53-year-old man. Say hello to Barry Johnson. And now, here's your host, Alex Trebek. Welcome, one and all, to Jeopardy. <laughs> we flipped a coin backstage, and Lenny, you won the right to start the game. Uh, all right, I'll take president contenders for 8000 Alex. Uh, Lenny, there is no $8,000 answer. Oh, uh, no? Uh, okay, uh, I'm sorry, I meant... Uh, President contenders for $8, Alex. There is no $8 answer either. How about a $100 answer? All righty. The answer is he's the current vice president. Barry. Who is Buchanan, Alex? (laughs) Barry. Who are Buchanan? (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry, Lenny. Lenny. Yes, Alex? You rang in. Oh, I did? Yes, you have a response. Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm not positive. Uh, is, is it okay if I just dimple my answer? Oh, sorry. We were looking for who is Al Gore? Al Gore. Mary? Who is Al Gore? Wait now, Mary. I want another chance. Me too. I didn't understand what you were getting at, Alex. Yeah, I, I was confused too. I'm sorry. No more chances on that question, Lenny. Select again. President contenders for three hundred thousand. I take that to mean for two hundred dollars. Right. The answer is he's the current governor of Texas. Mary. Who is Bush? Could you please be more specific, Mary? <laughs> Who is Buchanan W. Bush? <laughs> oh, Mary. Who is Bush, Alex? Again, we need you to be more specific. We need a first name. It's Barry. My first name is Barry. (laughs) The first name of the Bush who is the governor of Texas, Barry. I'm confused, Alex. Lenny! Who is uh, George W. Washington? No, Lenny! (laughs) Mary, you already had a guess. I want another one. Go ahead. Who is Jesus H. Christ? No! It's George W. Bush! (laughs) Maybe you can all come back and play Jeopardy again for f***ing years from now. So I, I don't think I've ever heard that one. I don't recall. Me neither. I would have been in, let's see, at least 92 to 2000, I would have been in elementary school. Yeah, I think it was right around 2000 because there was even a, a dimple remark in there. Kind oh, of we the, got a hanging chair. Ch- yeah, that mm-hmm. whole thing. So I think this was probably 99, 2000. Yeah, okay. because Al Gore is president, George W. Bush is running. And I think that that might be the first presidential race that I even remember. Yeah. 
Yeah. Al Gore was president or vice president? I said vice president. I could have said president. He was running in 2000, though. Yeah, he was running. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm phasing out. I was actually at the very end of that entire bit. She says Jesus H. Christ because she's sticking with the. er." Right. And I've never heard anyone say that before. This is totally a Bob and Tom knowing everything way before. Anyway. Yeah. I watch Outlander and she always says. Jesus H. Roosevelt Christ. And mm. I'm like, I don't know what that even means. I know you throw a Roosevelt in there because it's like 1940-something. Anyway. There you go. Sorry. What's that, What's that from? Bob and Tom did it. No, I love so that. So now I'm like, did they get that. it from Bob and Tom? Who knows? No, that, that, that's, I would call that sort of a classic style bit they would do. Oh, absolutely. Especially the Jeopardy was, type thing. Yes, yeah, they yeah, used yeah, to do yeah. a lot of different Jeopardies. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know, was SNL doing them then like that? Well, it, I bet in 2000 they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but we we were doing them before that, for sure. Definitely oh, yeah, the yeah, mid yeah. late 90s. Yeah, they were doing them at least in the 80s. Um, you think so? I don't 90s. know about the 80s. I just yeah. remember Will Ferrell being Alex. Will that Ferrell was in 97. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And then McDonald okay. Is yeah, maybe so. Reynolds. Maybe yes, so. That was, that, so. That's, that's the that's the pairing. So maybe it was kind of the, uh, th- the, the thing to do then. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Jason... Oh, sorry. What were you no, saying? No, no, no. Go ahead. I was going to say, you might be able to answer this. I recognize Dean. I recognize Chick. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other two voices I could not figure out, but they sound very Bob and Tom familiar. The Alex Trebek sense. voice you didn't get? No. Okay. I didn't either, but I didn't know Alex Trebek was from Canada either. Is it Is one he? of the brothers? You didn't know who the- uh, I no. don't know who Alex it's Trebek- Mark, It's Mark Patrick. No, it's not. Yeah. Really? Absolutely. 100%. That he plays sense. that really, really No, he's yeah. great. He does. Yeah. I did not. I didn't yeah. know. I couldn't. I I was really trying to concentrate, too, and I could not pick up anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was Mark Patrick. He wow. did, yeah, back then, I mean, goodness, again, that was 20 years ago. He did a lot of those announcer voices, mm-hmm. you know, impersonation things. He right. was kind of the yeah. the only one that was non-Steve Salgy doing presidents right. and stuff. Right, right, so. right. And who was the female? I believe, I talked to Dean before this, I, yeah. did, I did a little homework. Oh. Was, it, um, was it Was it? Meredith? No, no it was Christy. No, 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 was no definitely got Christy. It, we believe it was a comedian. Oh, okay. Um, Diana Jordan, I believe, oh, okay. at the time. He said, because Dean, Dean thought of a name which was really close, and then we looked at the liner notes from a very limited... Uh, album at the time called the election collection because there was so much surrounding that 2000 election that there were plenty of just bits and things Mm -hmm. coming out of it uh so i I went and checked the liner notes and that was one of the names diana jordan i believe was a a comedian Hmm. so we think it was her she happened to be in and she kind of has a fun that voice you know that kind of it's a really really fun voice yeah she's fun and one of my favorite things uh the girl's name is mary the guy is barry Mm -hmm. what's the third person's name um, I'm Le- not... is Lenny? it Larry? Lenny? Or was Lenny? It Larry? Maybe was, it was there Lenny. was a Barry. Barry. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, Chick's character is Barry. Barry. Yeah. Barry. And then <laughs> is Lenny Brown or Larry Brown? I think it's Lenny. It's I either think. yeah, it's Lenny. Or, but I just love. Uh, from a writer's point of view, I just love it when character names rhyme. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> because in college, I would do it, and every professor goes, you know. You're doing Larry and Terry. It's really distracting. <laughs> well, uh, well, here's how dumb I am. I've listened to that bit three times now in the past two days. I didn't notice they rhymed. Really? Yeah. I, I totally did not. I didn't either. I, I was listening more for content. Yeah. But yeah, that, oh my gosh. I think that like Chick channels like a Forrest Gump, like you hear a little oh, yeah. bit of that in yeah. it too. Sure. I don't know. I think yeah. that's funny. I, that, that bit really plays up callbacks. Yeah, you know the silliness of the callbacks, and sometimes that mm-hmm. can be not. It's it seems forced, but man, the way Dean produces those, they're so on point. And yeah. I was gonna say 
presidentially, uh, knowledge-wise, I think Dean is Absolutely. the <laughs> most intelligent. He is the president of all the presidents, <laughs> yeah. I think. So I imagine that he was uh, integral in writing that. Well, and you even think, go, all right, Dean, what's the funniest presidential name? He's probably going to say Buchanan. Mm-hmm. Buchanan. Oh, Buchanan hits for a lot of different reasons. <laughs> yeah. Hard K right in the yep. middle, the Bu, that's a lot of fun. Yeah. Say Bu ten times fast. You can't. Bu. It's so good. Yeah, you can't focus anymore. Bu. I just realized that was the first election I voted in. I really? could. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I've I voted every time I could. That's one of my only Is that, is that kind of, of one of those things you always remember your first? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Here, a fun fact. Here you go, people. If you didn't remember this from history, the election always happens on the first Tuesday in November following a Monday in November. So if November 1st is a Tuesday, the election falls on November 8th, my birthday. Oh. And the first year I could have voted happened November 7th, oh. I think. So you had to wait. I was like, that's cool, guys. That's cool. I'll just wait another four years. Literally three years and 364 oh, days. Yeah, wait. but that's okay. Wow. It's just fun because- That's wacky. Such a random- Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you, know, mm-hmm. you know, on Halloween, people are going to forget, I got to get up tomorrow and vote. Yeah. 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 Right. Oh, that's Do you true. think that's why they did that? I don't know. That's why it's never on the first- I think they do that with Labor Day also. I yeah. might be making yeah. that up. Maybe just so you get to the month so you can remember it. You know? Yeah, that's yeah. true. Okay, November, it's voting season. But I, I would like it if it was just ruled, being like, well, everyone's going to be on Halloween hungover. Right. You know, we can't, <laughs> right. We're drinking on Halloween. <laughs> Why do they get so crazy Mondays on Halloween? Like right. Thomas, Every time. Thomas Jefferson and John Adams. Yeah. Look, they're going to be wasted the night before. <laughs> People doing body shots. People getting drunk. <laughs> We got to give them a week. Do you ever wonder how many like legislative decisions and laws, those anything like that, that are made based on like, well, you know, people will probably be drinking. So my my buddy, <laughs> Alex Dragovich, a guy in Chicago, yeah. has this great joke about how 0.08 is the limit or whatever. Yeah. And it's crazy because it could be. I'm going to butcher the joke. I shouldn't be doing that. Just go to <laughs> Alex's Instagram. He's incredible. Okay. Former college basketball player. Played really? at Notre Dame and Boston College. Stop. Yeah. Really, really good guy. But just the whole joke is just like something along the lines of like. Uh, we can't drink. You, it, the driving limit should be zero. And it's like, well, what if you're going to the in-laws? And you go, all right, two beers. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really funny line. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Do we have another uh, another bit? Yes, we do have one. And my apologies, because you're going to hear my voice first. <gasps> and it was my voice from 20 plus years, oh, about 20 years ago. Jason. It was the first bit. And I've only produced just a handful, like less than 10 bits yeah. through the years. Yeah. And 10 might even be kind of a high number. Okay. Uh, but this was the first bit I ever produced. And I believe Dean was out like maybe for a week. I think um, I know what this is. Yeah. And uh, so, and it's one of those things that we all have these situations and these experiences with Tom. Tom comes to you and says, you, and you might not have never done this thing. And he's like, here, could you do this? Well, yeah, I've never done it, but I, I, you know, you can't say no to Tom. And so I went in and produced this piece and, uh, there's enough of my apology up front. So let's go ahead and hit it. (laughs) The following is a paid political announcement. Where have you been? I haven't seen you in a while. Uh, I've been in jail. Whatever for? Excessive masturbation. I can't believe the laws in this country. You got that right. That's why I'm voting for Chick McGee for Congress. Chick McGee? Never heard of him. You've never heard of Chick McGee? Why, he's the Rosa Parks of excessive public masturbation. You mean he did it on a bus? I'm not sure, but probably yeah. I guess he does stand for the little guy. Not like his opponent, Jack Wilson. 
this year, I think I'm going to vote Jack off the ballot and pull the handle of Chick McGee for Congress. Hello, I'm Chick McGee, and I'm running for Congress in your district. Masturbation is no crime, and I promise you that as your congressman, I'll take a hard stance in Washington. Right after I take a nap. This message paid for by the friends of Chick McGee, Paul Rubens' treasurer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, sticking into Paul Rubens. <clears throat> I, I wouldn't have known that was you. Really? I don't okay. think I would have known that was you. If it was you just said my it. whisper voice. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that was you. That was Jess. That was me. That was some uh, of your early work. Uh, I was an intern here. Yeah, I uh, was an intern here in 2002, and uh, that I, was that I semester. I smile every time you say, "You got that right." <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a baby voice. Yeah, so that's so. I mean, I guess yeah, that's 18 years old, like right now. I would. That's when I was an intern. So. That is wild. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they don't, oh, I don't feel old okay. at all. <laughs> of course, 18 years ago, you were 13 years old. Right, yeah. exactly. exactly. No, wow. I said, I said I, the last time I was in the studio, we were talking about like aging and how long we'd all been around here. Yeah. And I said, I think I'm just going to start telling people that I'm 45 and they're going to be like, you look really good for 45. And Tom didn't look away from his computer. He goes... That's actually a pretty good idea. <laughs> Thank, thanks. And then yeah. Godwin said, I go the other way. I <laughs> yeah. usually go the opposite. He does. He does. Oh, my gosh. I just had that conversation with him, too. I said, hey, aren't you and Chick the same age? He was like, no, I'm younger. And I was like, I think you're younger by like maybe two weeks. He mm-hmm. goes, yeah, I'm still younger. And, I, and he was so serious. I thought, he was so well. I thought he was older. No, it's he's two weeks younger, yeah. Okay. yeah. That's one of the great mysteries of the show. Yeah. It'll never be revealed. <laughs> right. It's going to go down yeah. like the Titanic. But I'll I need to know Pat's stance on masturbation. <laughs> yeah, oh. that's that's what we need to know. That's what he's, we need he's to pro. know. He's pro. He's a pro at masturbation, and he's pro-masturbation. He supports <laughs> yeah. it, I assume. I don't know. I'm not trying to make fun of you, Pat. That was, uh, that was a lot of fun to do mm-hmm. I, I because... I don't know. That was one that I was like, hey, like I told my friends, we have to listen when this airs. I'm really excited about this because I say excessive public masturbation. <laughs> what was awesome. that like? That is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. That was all. It was awesome. It was I uh, I didn't. I always had this daydream that I would tell my dad and I did not tell my dad to listen to this oh, one. Oh, OK. So, no. um, yeah, I, I told my my brother uh, who was still in high school at the time. And uh, a couple of friends, and we got up early and we we listened to the mm-hmm. show. Yeah, and I was it was pretty pumped. That's awesome. Yeah, it reminds me of that scene in Lost where Charlie's band is like, "We're not gonna go anywhere. We'll never play rock and roll music." <laughs> and they're about to quit up, and then the the van breaks in the rain, and they're like, "They're playing us on the radio, Charlie. They're playing us on the radio." Yeah, but yeah. It, was, it was your high school age little brother going masturbation jazz. I like. Yeah, this. that's this. This is this is my sister. What a, great, what a great feeling that had to be. It was. I'm it was huge. Because I recall was, mine too, but I know what you're feeling. Yeah, yeah. it was. Um, I We all have that story of like listening to the show and just being in the building is huge. And the thought that anybody would ever ask you to actually be on a bit. And I think this may be on an album. Yep, yep. And so it was like... Holy crap! I have I have reached every goal I've ever had since the second grade. It was nuts. And it's on an album, but this is pre YouTube. It's pre Facebook. Yeah, yeah. It's pre Instagram. There's no clips that are floating around. No. You can't send the link to somebody if you want to. No. It's this weird magical thing where you're like, we gotta 
at six fifty seven it's yeah. gonna play. Yeah. You know? It was it was it was huge. And it's still it, it is. It's my first bit was Sheetos, and we don't have to revisit that ever. So this was the first one I will I will claim. We might someday play. <laughs> we, we'll focus on each of you. We'll yeah. play like the first five seconds yeah, of that. Yeah, that's right. It, it'll be. I'm pretty sure fun. my first bit I ever did, uh, I wasn't allowed to listen to. Are you serious? <laughs> well, I think I was like a little kid, and it was like maybe they were taking little kid stuff out of context. You right. Know? Oh, sure, yeah, 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 yeah. I think it might have been one of those bits. Yeah. Uh, but the first bit I ever did was uh, the Tim Cavanaugh. Yeah, um, Sam and Willie show. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we'll, yeah. And we'll I have can't a, we'll wait have to do an episode. episode to do the Sam those. and Willie. Yeah, yeah. They played yeah. it this morning. Yep. Yeah, yep. I heard that. Like my little ass talking like this. <laughs> Hi, Hi, so How you doing? And I talk as fast as a moving train. Uh. I, can't, I can't slow down. I said it off air, but I had a, I had a teacher at the Second City Training Center, and I. This guy just kept telling me that I talked too fast, and honestly, it was true. But just yeah. week after week, we had these auditions coming up, and he'd go, do the scene again, but talk so I can understand you this time. Yeah. And so I'm super self-conscious about oh it Oh, my now. gosh. You know what I think? I don't know if this is, is if this is like a symptom of that, but my dad reminds me a lot of Tom, and I talk fast because I don't know how much time I have, and so I just like, hey, Dad, I got to tell you this really fast, and then we'll be done, and I promise I won't ever bother you again. <laughs> and I think that that's why I talk fast, yeah. and then I'll be talking fast to get Tom, it out. and he's like, I... Like he, he's like, I have no idea what you just said. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. talk like the end of an ad. Mutual state supply. Check local listen. Yeah. We'll be remiss if we didn't discuss the other voice in there. Oh, Jimbo. Oh, our Jimbo. sweet, sweet oh, Jimbo. One of the first people that I talked to yeah. when I started working in the building at the front desk. He yep. was that guy, and he'd go, Oh, hi, it's yeah. you. And yeah. then he became my guy and right. my guide to kind of the Bob and Tom show because obviously it's a different wing. Mm-hmm. He's the man. Osman, I didn't know you were here during the Jimbo era. That's I awesome. I was, thankfully. It had to barely overlap. Ta- yeah, the tail end, right? Because he moved to Oklahoma. I had him at least a year, I think. Okay. Because I had a f- five months of the genius of Marty Bender. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? And then I had maybe like a yearish I was gonna of Jimbo. Say, so, okay. Yeah, so Jimbo hasn't been gone quite nine nine years. Something like Something that. Yeah, like it's that. crazy it's been that long. but Yeah, I didn't know you worked at the front desk either. Uh, I did two jobs part time. I worked at the front desk, and I was also a continuity director. If you oh, are familiar yeah. with traffic, yeah, in uh, the old media world. But but that was after you were in, an intern. I started here as a production intern. Oh, okay. In the fall, and it was really exciting because they didn't usually take interns in the fall. Not for Bob and Tom. I never was an intern for Bob and Tom. I didn't think I was good enough to intern, so I didn't even try to reach out to anybody. Oh, I just. Uh, at Anderson University, I took an announcing class, and Tim Denniston, the legend Tim Denniston, that voice. That's a, that's a voice. He was teaching the announcing class, and as soon as he started to speak, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's the voice of WFBQ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm losing my mind. I can't believe I'm in here. And he's playing some of his stuff as an example, and I'm, I mean, I still fell asleep in class sometimes, because it was right <laughs> after lunch, and oh, as soon as I sit still, mm, I, I fall asleep. It. I'm yeah. like, but I tried really hard, and I remember submitting these like uh, production voice bits mm-hmm. and I'm silly I don't care about looking cute or cool I'm like <laughs> ridiculous and uh, I was so scared to submit this voice thing and it was like I used an out of I'm an out of work genie voice and I was whatever Tim <laughs> thought it was great, <laughs> was great. at least he was really appreciative of it 
I think that auto work genie should have a segment, maybe. Because yeah, I like I'm a that. genie, an out of work genie. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> Where are you going? I was trying to channel like a Lucille Ball, smoking some cigarettes, and everyone else in class went with the sexy genie, like I'm an out of work genie, Aww. and I'm like, boo. Yeah. But, they're yelling at you. Get back in the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Uh, I ended up emailing Tim asking for a potential internship at FBQ. And he's like, absolutely, we could use you for production, yeah. and which was nice. I didn't have to do the promotion stuff, blow up the balloon, make the trees, do the yeah. events. If you were going to be an intern, a production intern would probably be your best option. Oh, Plus, I, they love not paying people to work here. So. Yeah, so I actually got to produce some stuff. Um, I remember it was the Jackson and Bullet show on the sports oh, station. Sure. Oh, I put yeah. together a yeah, crew yeah, for yeah. that. Yeah. I heard a commercial on the air. I think it was for dancers. Oh, I voice, but I'm like, nice. yeah. <laughs> All right. But did anyway, you, did you tell your dad to listen? <laughs> no. No, not so much. I was like, if when they hear it, he's kind of like, oh. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, but from the, there. But Tim is a great guy, and so he's good. on some plenty of bits that we'll mention him in the future. But uh, he ended up moving to South Bend. Um, mm. He still does some voice stuff. So yeah. you're, you're still hearing his voice. Oh, yeah. I still hear his voice on commercials on other stations in this town. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's um, the network voice. You're listening to Bob and Tom. Uh, yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. What am I thinking? You hear that every day. Yeah, yeah, at least once to an connect. hour. Yeah. That's my say, Tim. It's not really yeah. good. That's very good, actually. I liked it. As my arms apple. But I'm with on. I'm with Willie. Uh, we really need to uh, hone in on this uh, how to work genie voice and and get something going. It I want to know more of, about her. Yes. <laughs> well, I kind of used her inspiration for the she it. Oh yeah. Which I want to hear she toes. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. yeah I'm starting to think that they have a theme here. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. I love Jimbo's line. Go back to him in there. He had the line, um, Chick McGee, never heard of him. (laughs) (laughs) We said that a lot in that era. Yes. Stuff would happen. Never heard of him. You guys, I know that for a long time working in here, okay, I didn't watch Seinfeld for a long time. Right, Jason and Matt can can contest that, but but there were so many things that we would say around the office and at lunch and I'd be like, hey, I know that's not Seinfeld. I know that that's from, you know, Radiogram. Because there's right. just wild things that people still say today that are just from albums yep. or from moments on the air. Yep. That it's just like, that's the tag yeah, for yeah, whatever yeah. we're doing. Yeah, It still sticks. Yeah. Do you know how many times we'll be talking in a an official meeting and then one of the staffers, like, you know, us people behind the scenes just go, whatever, whatever, whatever. you know, something whatever. like that. Yeah, it Hahn. sticks. It mm-hmm. sticks with us. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. If we could just circle back to Jimbo just one second. Sure. Jimbo, I'm going to keep making it about me whenever we bring up Jimbo. <laughs> I, I think you should make it about yourself, but I think you should do it as the auto works lady. Yes. Whatever, whatever her name Auto works. What, what is it again? Out of work genie. What's auto work? Oh, out of work genie? Out of work genie. Oh, I thought it was an auto work genie. Like you were working on cars. Oh, if she oh, was, I like that too. That's God. her job. That's what my, she Not my father's son or what? But Jeez. she lost her job. Both fit. Okay. Yeah. Made it my own it's thing. Okay. Gave it my own name. Perfect. Oh my gosh. Tell me about genie. Or genie. Jimbo. <laughs> yeah, Jimbo. So Jimbo did a lot of very important jobs, I'm sure. But when I was a kid, he was just the guy that drove me to school. Sure. He was the greatest. But Jimbo, one of my favorite bits that I have ever done and that I still do. When Jimbo drove me to school, we would pass a place that was called Johnny's Market, and they had a sign that was just never fixed. It was always just flashing, and it's Johnny's Market, and it would flash like this. And Jimbo just did this thing. I'm going to do it for you guys. I, I don't think you'll think it's very funny, but it would, it would pass. We would go, 
Johnny's mom, market. And every time I pass it, I do it. Yeah. Every time I and I. Oh, that's wonderful. I don't know why I thought it was the funniest thing I had ever done. And then today, me and my older brother Sam, not today. I dropped him off at his buddy's house on Sunday to watch football. And uh, we were just driving there, and he was like, do you remember the drives with Jim? I was like, mm-hmm. Chinese blah, 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 That's great. The greatest. That's Truly, awesome. like, the greatest. And I, I hope Jimbo hears that, because I know he remembers it, too. Oh, he's great. We'll he's let him great. know, for I sure. Have a, I have a Jimbo story that I'll, I'll share another time. Okay. Yeah, he probably saved my life once. Okay, yeah. good. Yep. Jimbo's good people. I still today, since we're talking Jimbo, on my, uh, this is really boring, my apologies, but on my desktop of my computer that records the show, mm-hmm. I always make a, f- a file for Monday because Mark comes in and opens up my file and starts it so I don't have to be here at six o'clock. Okay? Sure. Mike, Mark, whatever. So every day, I, every Friday, I label that file Monk Day, whatever the day is. I put a K in there mm-hmm. for some reason and I... The reason I do it is because I accidentally did it years ago, and Jimbo used to start my machine. Yep. And he noticed the K and thought, oh, that's funny, Monk Day. <laughs> so to this day, I still, every Friday, I change it. I, I type in Monk Day instead that's of Monday funny. as a little tribute to Jimbo, even though he hasn't been here in nine years. Yeah. No, it sticks. How silly is it? It sticks. It sticks. I have sticks. my friend Mark Renucci is in my phone as Gary the Lake Monster. <laughs> Because when we worked at a summer camp, I told the kids in my cabin that there was a lake monster. His name was Gary. And they said, well, why don't you call him to prove it? I go, of course I can call Gary the lake monster. <laughs> I texted Mark. I said, hey, man, go along with this. And then I called him. And I go, hey, Gary the lake monster. Oh, hey, it's Gary the lake monster. How are you doing, kids? So, yeah, sometimes things stick. That is wonderful. That's great. That well, is wonderful. Thanks for listening to Bits and Pieces. We call it here. Yeah, that's why we had we had a good one here. We didn't uh, we didn't get political at all. Thank goodness, right? <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> we had a lot of fun. That's what we did. Well, we'll uh, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks again. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. 